Welcome to 360 Conversations Black History Month podcast takeover. I'm your host, Tamu Thomas, founder of the 360 brand. It's October, here in the UK it's Black History Month, and this Black History Month, I decided to collaborate with some formidable women to honour black women in history and consider what their legacy means in terms of wellness today. I believe that it is our duty to honour the women that have gone before, paved the way and provided sturdy shoulders to lift us higher by exploring how we can alchemise their grit into grace. Today's audio contribution comes from none other than the OG blogger herself, Natalie Lou, also known as Nat Lou. Nat is the founder of a blog called Baggage Reclaim, and she has been going for 14 years. Yes, 14, one four. She's also published numerous books, and her Instagram page is a delight full of gems for people that may have a relationship with people pleasing and not being connected to who they really are. Today, Nat is honouring her grandma, Pinchy Lou. Pinchy sounds like she was a legend. She is a lady from Jamaica who came to the UK, part of the Windrush era, and Nat speaks to her grandma's capacity for creating safe communities for Caribbean people during a time when Britain was very outwardly hostile. Actually, I feel like we are returning to those times. Yesterday, my sister was standing at the platform in King's Cross Station and somebody shouted the N-word at her in 2019. Anyway... Nat's grandma created safe communities for people that came from the Caribbean in the Windrush era that were met with lots of hostility and uh, her work was relentless and Nat speaks to learning from her grandmother's experience the importance of taking time out for yourself and looking after yourself rather than constantly devoting yourself to work, to community, to family and sadly dying without having had the opportunity to really take some time out for yourself. And I would say from my experience of Natalie that she is a real example of not totally compromising herself because she understands that when she is well, her work is well, her family are well her husband is well. You get what I'm saying? So Nat, thank you so much for your contribution. It was so lovely to hear about your grandmother. She sounds like she was a real force to be reckoned with and the earth was blessed to have her. Okay guys, I hope you enjoy. My name is Natalie Liu and I am the founder of Baggage Reclaim, a website that I started writing over 14 years ago to help people to improve their self-esteem, to change their relationships, to overcome people-pleasing, perfectionism and overthinking by decluttering and tidying up and letting go of the emotional baggage that holds them back. I'm also the author of several books and I run courses and, and workshops and so forth. The black female historical figure that I have chosen is my grandma, the late Pinchy Lou. She uh, is Jamaican, or was Jamaican, and she was Windrush generation. 
And she is really one of the main strong black women in my life. And as I thought about doing this recording and submitting to this project, I realized that I don't certainly haven't given enough credit to my grandmother for the impact that she's had on who I am today. It's funny because about four days before my father passed away in 2017, we were all gathered for my sister's wedding. And we were chatting and we were talking about, you know, how emotional or unemotional uh, people can be in our family. And one of my aunts was saying that before myself and then my brother and then the remainder of my cousins came along, that she didn't really know whether or not her parents could really do the whole emotional thing. And she saw an entirely different side to them. Now, the funny thing is, is that I know and knew that my grandmother loved me dearly. But she definitely, uh, she definitely wasn't the most showy in terms of emotions or affection, which is quite funny considering that my aunt uh, believes that we got way more <laughs> affection than than her and and her siblings. My grandmother, as I said, is was Windrush generation, and she worked various different jobs. My family settled in Wolverhampton in the West Midlands and they were quite well known in that area. They were very involved in helping other Windrush Generation people to, uh, you know, organise paperwork, to find accommodation, to gather around. So my grandmother was a driving force in in having people who were from similar cultures gathered together to to hang out because of course we weren't necessarily welcome in you know general spaces as such my grandmother worked numerous jobs and actually was quite entrepreneurial something i i recognized about her quite some time ago because she yes would do shift work but she was legendary for her patties and um, and her various other bits of cooking, and which she supplied not just to the cultural centre, but to other people who wanted her food for events. After she passed away back in 2008, I know that so many people, you know, talked about how much they would miss her food, and I know that my uh, one of my aunts actually saved, I think, the the last patty that she had from her, and it was in uh, the freezer. My grandmother, despite doing all of this work, I mean, honestly, she was so, 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 so busy. She helped out a lot in terms of childcare. I was the first grandchild and then came my brother and then uh, and two or three other um, grandchildren before the much younger generation of the grandchildren came along. And it's funny because today when... Uh, I talk with people about their parents and their grandparenting. It's funny that our grand, our parents are so different to how our own grandparents were. That's not to say that our parents wouldn't necessarily help out. And of course, some of them do to the extent that our own grandparents did. But I find that a lot of um, people in my own generation whose parents, uh, they asked to help out with childcare, their parents have super busy lives, but also just ha create the time and space for themselves. Whereas somehow my grandmother managed to 
fit in all of her various different pieces of work and help out with myself and my brother and other cousins and at one point actually had myself and my brother living with her for six months. Noticing these things about my grandmother, I realized that she didn't really have a great deal of time for herself. And yet my grandmother knew how to have a good time, aside from being, you know, hostess with the mostess, including, I should mention, hosting Bob Marley at uh, their home uh, when I was about six months old. She was also obviously a great cook, but also she just loved to party and to enjoy herself. So one of the things that I remember about her is that, yeah, she had all of this these places to be, this work to do. And yet I used to watch her as a very small child getting ready for work. And she put on her music as she was putting on her tights and she got down. And I've realized that today here I am as a 42-year-old woman and I often start my days with music and just reconnect with myself in those very, very small moments. And I know that actually I take a bit of inspiration from her there. She was also (laughs) queen of the naps. And uh, so, yes, she would be taking care of us, but she would often be able to nap, but basically be able to leap up at a second glance or a second's notice if she thought myself and, you know, my cousins and my brother were up to mischief. And one of the things that I am learning to embrace as I get older is the power of a nap. Not something that I do every day, but really listening to my body uh, and recognizing when it really, really needs that extra little boost through a nap. My grandmother, as I said, wasn't the most emotional of people, and yet I knew that she was loved. But Within my family, we are full of very strong black women, so much so that when it was my father's funeral, he was carried in by six women in the family, not by the guys, which often tends to be the tradition. So we are a family full of strong black women. And I think that something that I really take from my uh, my upbringing and, and seeing all of that is that, yes, it's great, it's important for us to take pride in our strengths and our resilience, but I also learn from that and allow myself to feel and to express my emotions and to not see that as a weakness. My grandmother was uh, clearly an ideas person and she was also able to involve herself in numerous things and I know that I am definitely uh, of that inclination and uh, it's funny because when she passed away suddenly in her early 70s it was really you know uh, where she had reached a season of her life where I guess we'd be hoping that she would take it easy and she didn't really get to do a huge amount of that um, certainly as much as she would have hoped before she passed away and so I know, looking at, at her experience, that, you know, she was very much the matriarch and she was very devoted not just to her children and, and her husband, my grandfather, but really to the community. And in the work that I do, I have my own family, I've got my children, I've got my crazy dog, I've got my husband, and of course I've got extended family. 
but also in the work that I do, I'm very connected to community and my community extends not just beyond locally or in England, but around the world. But I also managed to do those elements of those things that she did, did so connecting with community, you know, celebrating, connecting people, you know, having fun. But I also recognize the importance of taking space taking time for myself because my and and it's funny because I feel emotional saying this but my grandmother didn't have a huge amount of that a lot of her time was taken up taken up by something or someone else and we live in a time where we're busy 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 crazy crazy busy all the time and we don't necessarily take the time, not just to make space for ourselves, but to to make space to breathe out so that we can welcome in more joy in our life. And I know that seeing how she could burn out, even looking at how some of the other women in my in my family have as well, I recognize the importance of, yes, doing being there for my for my for my family you know serving as such serving community you know st- reaching into my purpose she my grandmother has very much contributed to who I am today but I also recognize the importance of taking care of me because taking care of me helps to also take care of my family I in doing this project, I'm so grateful to actually have had the opportunity to talk about my grandmother, which I have barely even skimmed the surface of this multi-talented, multifaceted woman who seemed to spread herself into so many places. It's like she had eight arms like an octopus. And I'm so thankful, as I said, to have this opportunity because I don't think I have celebrated her enough. So thank you so much for that opportunity. Thank you for listening to 360 Conversations. I appreciate you sharing your precious time with my guest and I. I hope you found the episode useful. I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review my podcast. Like an increasing number of our digital experiences, the algorithms rule. Your feedback will assist me reaching a wider audience and I'd really love to have more women being privy to or joining these conversations. The feedback I get following each episode is beautiful and tells me more women could benefit. As always, I'd love to keep the conversation going. You can join me by commenting on the podcast show notes on my website or via social media at Live360. I hope to engage with you soon. Podcast produced by me, Tammy Thomas. Podcast music produced by James Anderson. Take care.